You're listening to The Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Charity Craig. I have had a messy life, but through the mess, I've discovered how to live an abundant life. Now, it's my turn to help you overcome your fears and discover your dreams. I'm going to challenge the way you think about yourself, others, and God. Life is way too short not to live abundantly. Are you ready? Let's pursue an abundant life. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit Podcast. I am Charity Craig, your host. And the reason why I started this podcast was really just to challenge you to kind of think outside the box as to how you may typically think about things of yourself, others, and God. I really have found such an amazing, abundant life in the midst of a mess. And I just want to share what I've learned along the way that hopefully I can give you little nuggets that you too, because life is messy and there is a way to live a full and abundant life in the mess. This week, I am coming in with the mindset of abundance versus the mindset of scarcity. I didn't even realize, but most of my life, I came from a place of scarcity, especially when it came to things like money. It was always, there's not enough. That's too expensive. It just was always, always, always fear-based when it came to financial aspects of our life. But it's not where it stopped. It was in all areas. I lived in a place of scarcity. I didn't even realize that I even was thinking in these terms until I really was introduced to abundance and that there is more than enough to go around. One of the examples that really kind of gave me a sense of what does it mean to have a thought of, a, of abundance is starting from the fact that our earth, our world, is an abundant world. There is no such thing as scarcity when it comes to the expanding and growing and increasing in life in our natural world around us. All the way down to the fact that one little tiny seed, when it's planted in the earth and it grows into a tree, will then produce thousands and thousands and thousands of new seeds to produce more trees. And one of the things that I think about all the time is the fact that if you go into an apple orchard, so we are from the Midwest and one of our favorite things to do in the fall is to go apple picking. And it's kind of feels like you're just kind of living on the land. You get on a little cart and they the tractor pulls you out into the trees and then you they let you off and you get to go just pick your apples. And you go in and you pick the apples off the tree. You get to eat it. You get to put it in your bag and buy the apples right off the tree. But something I always noticed is there would be 
hundreds and hundreds of apples that had fallen from the trees and were just rotting on the ground. And it's one of those things that I had these aha moment as far as like, there is an abundance. Every little tree produces hundreds and hundreds of apples to the point where the the tree can't even hold all the apples it grew that they fall to the ground and they rot. Our earth creates abundance. It grows in abundance. There is no such thing as not enough when it comes to our natural world. But abundance isn't just limited to even our natural world. It comes in our mind and our thoughts. Ideas come in abundance. There is no such thing as a a scarcity of ideas, scarcity of thoughts. Our minds are abundant and it can create new thoughts, new ideas, continually growing and expanding One idea can grow into multiple ideas and expand and grow into a massive and beautiful creation. And it all started with one little thought. We live in an abundant world when it comes to ideas, when it comes to the nature of our world, even when it comes to financial There is no such thing as that our earth is over and done and that there is no more creation being made. We live in an abundant and growing world. And I think a lot of times in our life, we might have an idea and we think, oh, this is such a great idea. I'm going to implement this idea. But then we start looking around and we're like, oh, shoot. Everybody else has already done it. Somebody else is already doing it. They're doing it better than me. Oh, I can't do it because somebody else is already doing it. I missed out. So, so much for that. Nope, there's no new ideas. There's nothing I can do with my life that's original or different because somebody's already doing it. And that is a thought rooted in scarcity because there's always room for one more person. I had this epiphany a few years ago when my kids were very young. So the ki- my kids were young and I took them to the playground and I'm not the helicopter mom. I'm the mom that sits on the bench and you go play. You have a tumble, you'll learn some life lessons. So I was just sitting on the bench watching my kids play when all of a sudden a summer day camp infiltrated the playground. I'm talking like 40 kids just come tumbling down off the buses. And the reason why I knew it was a summer camp was because they were all wearing the same exact bright orange t-shirt, all of them. And as I watched these kids come tumbling down onto the playground and just kind of infiltrated the place, I just sat and watched. And something very interesting, all these kids were wearing the same exact t-shirt. But not one of them stopped at the edge of the playground and was like, oh, man, there is too many kids here on this playground. There's no room for me to have fun here. Well, I guess I'll just sit here on the edge because it's too late. Too many people are already here. No, those kids had no awareness of the fact that this thing was overcrowded. They just kept on coming in. And what's funny is none of my kids were even turned off by the fact that there was more kids. They just kind of went with it. And it was just this sea of kids in orange. And then I began to watch them and I'm like, you know what? What's funny is 
all these little kids are all wearing the same orange t-shirt, but nobody's offended that somebody else has the same t-shirt on. And then you start looking around, they all wore it differently. Some One little girl has her shirt tucked into a sparkly ruffled tooled skirt with some shiny gold shoes on. And then there was other little kids that looked like that might have been their pajamas. And every single kid was wearing their t-shirt differently, uniquely, because that's who they were. And it was this perfect epiphany for me. I'm like, this is how life is. Yeah, you might have an idea that's just like somebody else's. You might start a blog like everybody else. You might want to get into photography like everyone else. You might want to start an Etsy shop like everyone else. But there's always room for one more. One more person can show up at the playground of life. I read a book that's called Steal Like an Artist. And this is a great book. You should read it if you have ideas and you feel like you don't have any new and unique ideas because that's exactly what he says. He's like, there are no new ideas. We've all done it. It's all been done. But there's something that happens when you put a little piece of yourself into it. It actually changes and morphs and becomes uniquely yours. And so if you haven't, I want you to recommend that book. Go get the book, Steal Like an Artist. Because what he says is you study the people that are doing your ideas, right? So if you're an artist and you're painting, a painter, study the greats, even emulate the greats. Because the more you start copying these other great artists, you begin to morph into your unique abilities and it comes and merges out something new and fresh and unique. And so I recommend getting Steal Like an Artist. And another way I look at this is let's say you walk into a garden and you're standing there in the rose garden and you look around. Have you ever stood there and thought, oh my word, there are way too many roses in this garden. There is not room for one more flower. No, absolutely not. There's always room for more and more beautiful flowers to bloom in a garden. In fact, the more flowers, the more beautiful it is. The other thing is, is that one rose doesn't take away from the other rose, right? So for this rose to be in full bloom, blooming into its most beautiful bloom, doesn't take away or diminish the rose that's blooming next to it. One bloom doesn't diminish the other. Your beauty, your growth, and your expansion doesn't take away from someone else's. And someone else's beauty and expansion and blooming in life doesn't take away from yours. And when you're in this garden, and maybe there's a rose bush, but next to the roses are violets, you know, the roses are not any more better than the violets. They're just different. They have a different look, a unique coloring, and a different growth pattern. But the violet doesn't take away from the beauty of the rose. And as 
one rose is blooming or one violet is blooming, there's buds that come up behind it, ready to bloom behind on a different timeline. So looking over at someone else who's in full bloom in their life, and you might still be in the bud stages, doesn't mean you'll never bloom because someone else has already bloomed. Well, too late. A rose over there has already bloomed. So that means my little bud of a life will never bloom. It's over. No, there's always time to grow and expand and become more and more the beautiful person, the beautiful life that you were meant to live. We are living in a beautiful and expansive world, a garden, and there's room for every single one of us to show up and bloom to our fullest. It doesn't take away from anyone else's. No one else's bloom takes away from yours. And the more unique and beautiful blooming roses and flowers in the garden of life, the more vibrant and the more fragrant life is. So the next time you feel like there's no room for you in this garden of life, remember that there is always room for one more bloom on the garden and your bloom doesn't take away from somebody else's and somebody else's bloom doesn't mean you never will and the fact that your bloom might look different from somebody else's does not mean that it's any more insignificant or better it's just different and that's okay because it's the uniqueness when we all come together in our unique way blooming to our fullest that we create in a magnificent vibrant life fragrant life together in this garden of life and remember there's always room for one more bloom. So here's my challenge to you. Moving forward, I want you to pay attention to how you view your world, our world. Do you find yourself limiting the world, thinking there's not enough, not enough money, not enough creative ideas, not enough room for you here in life? I want you to pay attention to your thoughts. And if you find yourself thinking in terms of scarcity and not enough, I want you to shift that around and remember the garden of life. Remember the playground full of children and there's always room for another kid on the playground. I want you to think about the apple orchard. There's plenty to go around. Life is expansive and growing and multiplying itself. There's more than enough for you to live a full and abundant life. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You have such a special place in this world and we need you to bloom your fullest. We need your fragrant to make this world a more vibrant place. And if you haven't, would you mind sharing this podcast with just one person, letting them know that they too have a very special place in this world. 
And if you haven't left a review, I would love for you to leave a review on this podcast. It will help get the word out to as many women as possible. But until then, you keep blooming as you pursue an abundant life.